On the 134th episode of Fantasy Lens, we briefly touch on hard knocks and the drama surrounding Antonio Brown. We talk about some possible rookies who might make an impact this year, and we also discuss the most crowded backfields and who, if any, is worth drafting. Let's start the show. Welcome to Fantasy Lens, home of the back-to-back amateur fantasy podcast, League Champions, where we are hurtling towards the first week of football. We got two weeks of hard knocks down, one week of preseason games down. Uh, some big injuries already. Antonio Brown's already gone crazy with the Raiders, which was, I mean, could have predicted, I guess. A lot earlier than I expected. Well, yeah. I mean, I... I just watched Hard Knocks last night, or I guess everyone did since it came out last night. Yeah. Um, but John Some Gruden, people DVR it, John. Well, I know. I, I HBO go it. Um, but the, the Antonio Brown feet discussion was kind of gross when they showed his blistered feet and he was like, he got like them like skin like scissored off. Um, and then also <laughs> I was not happy with the amount of helmet gate they talked, like they, that they did not talk about. I, I want to see the helmet that he painted. Uh, I, I didn't want the whole episode to be about Brown's antics. I'm glad it wasn't too much on Brown's antics. Could have been like 10 minutes, though. Eh, that's not like, I don't know. We don't need that in Hard Knocks. I want to see the rookies, True. the people that are like just about to, on the bubble and Gruden and stuff. I don't want to reward Brown for his churlish behavior. Uh, I mean, yeah, Gruden's is just entertainment factory. Him and uh, him and uh, uh, McVeigh was great when they called him Piss Boy on the Buccaneers. <laughs> yeah, Gruden's pretty good entertainment factory. I'll agree with that. I love the um, I love how much he calls himself an asshole. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to be a dick, but I'm gonna be a dick as long as he recognizes it. Yeah. Anything else from uh, Arnox? I don't know. That was no, I mean, I like, I like, I like a little tame compared to like uh, what we expected. Yeah. I don't know. Do what do you like more? Do you like the total? Do you like the funniness and obvious? Obviously, the superior camera presence of Gruden because he has so much practice with this. Mm-hmm. Or do you like the complete like um, befuddleness and? ineptness of uh, Hugh Jackson. <laughs> I mean, for a short time, you can say Hugh Jackson just because it's, like, fun to, like, I don't know, just fun to, like, look at him. But just from a whole season, it's definitely John Gruden. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, he's definitely, like, more entertaining in the traditional sense. But Hugh Jackson was kind of just so... He just seems so out of place that as an NFL coach that it was funny on like more of a performance art type way. Uh, it's just everything yeah. he did didn't seem like a leader of men. Especially it just seemed like a dude who tripped over a rake, like bonked his head and fell into a head coaching job. Like I, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Especially when it's he had. Uh, Greg Williams and the the asshole former Steelers offensive coordinator with him. Yeah, and like they also like he got as far as 
training camp before it looked like they were trying to have a coup to get him out. Oh, yeah. It was like the first couple of weeks of training camp. It wasn't even all the way through. I know. When your offensive coordinator and your defensive coordinator are getting into fights over who's going to take your job, that's not that's not too good. That's not that's not too good. The season hasn't even started, Hugh man. No, that was yeah. But I mean, I really like the uh, the the safe the rookie safety for the Raiders. Um, I forget I forget what his name is though. He just craves contact. He's always just going 100 miles per hour. Um, they haven't shown um, the rookie running back at all though. Uh, Jacobs. Yeah. I'm still standing by that Gruden's going to run him into the ground. Well, like he did with Cadillac Williams. Well, he's a he's a rookie running back. He'll get he'll get two hundred fifty touches probably easily, easily. Which I mean, might as well just kind of segues into our next little talking point from this disjointed, just kind of combination episode of observations and stuff that we've had for a couple weeks. Um, rookies, rookies that you've uh, are keeping an eye on after the first week of preseason games, after a couple weeks of preseason practices. Uh, I mean, this is kind of like my favorite thing, just like irrationally going with hype and just targeting guys for like the 15, 16 round and just holding on to them for a couple weeks before you drop them. And then they probably don't do anything anyways. Okay. All right. Um, let's see. I guess uh, my first one, I mean, I'm going to go with Patriots guy. Uh, not the rookie receiver that everyone's talking about. Jacoby Myers is, has been outplaying NQ. Is it NQ or, or how do you pronounce his name? NQ I think it's NQ. Okay. And is, yeah. Like Rick NQ. Um, NQ Harry, who's been injured with like multiple injuries, they've said. Isn't that Rick NQ? NQ? Yeah. NQ? NQ, NQ. Sounds exactly the same. Was that the guy, was that the outfielder who... Became a pitcher? Like, no, 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 no. The pitcher became an outfielder. Yeah. Yeah, the pitcher became an outfielder, made that insane catch, and then just went on like a one-month high, and then was never yeah. heard from again, right? Went crazy, like throwing wild pitches, came back hitting dingers and playing outfield. Was that... That was the Cardinals? Cardinals? Yeah, so it, yeah. In the playoffs. Who, who had the quicker, faster... um Kind of starburn him or uh, Spencer on Shane the Spencer. Yankees. Shane Spencer. Uh, I think it had to be Yankee. I mean, I think Shane. Really? Uh, no, I'm gonna go with Shane Spencer because he yeah, had, he had like, like ten home runs in like twenty games and it was never heard of again. Mm-hmm. Like, actually, there was an article recently on him. I have to I have to Google Rick and kill now. I always thought that Jabba Chamberlain had such a quick flame out, but then you like see that he pitched in the or. Last World Series, wow. yeah. and that like he was actually around for a decent amount of time. Yeah, it's just that he was pumped up as the next Yankee great so high that even his average career—I call him an average career, yeah. right? Yeah, wasn't good at like it was never gonna. That was also, well, it was also well, it was him and Phil Hughes came up together like oh shit, these are two starting pitchers for the next ten years, and also that was like at the time when Yankees had no prospects at all. Yeah. Everyone else was like some like thirty year old dick that like had no personality besides CC, and then these young guys come around like, oh shit, these guys are fun. Yeah, yeah, and then the bugs came. Fucking bugs, <laughs> and ruined his career. Yeah. I can't believe. Uh, fuck Cleveland, smelly bug city. 
Sorry, Cle- any Cleveland listeners. I mean, we like your football team. You and your team. smelly bug city. Yeah. Sorry, like football team, we're just looking at Rick Ankiel. So he was, uh, he actually played for 11 seasons. Wow. He had one. I'm wait, 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 how many years in the majors, though? 11 years. In, so basically, he started with St. Louis in 1999. He ended his career. I don't know why it's 11 seasons. I guess, oh, he missed a couple of years. So, well, yeah, he, he spent a bunch of time in the minors yeah, becoming so, an outfielder. So 1999, 2001, St. Louis, then 2004, back with St. Louis, then out again. And then from 2007, 2009, St. Louis, then he played a year on the Royals, a year on the Braves, two years on the Nationals, one year, one year on the Astros, and he finished his career on the Mets um, in 2013. Hmm. Um, but then he pitched. His pitching was, he had the one year where he pitched... Well, eleven and seven with a three point five ERA, which that's pretty solid considering. Yeah, it was uh, his rookie year. Was yeah. it? So in two thousand, I mean, a little less, I guess, when he pitched, a little less solid than what it would be now. Now, for like, if you're pitching this year and you have an in three ERA, you're great because everyone's just socking dingers. Yeah. So, so it's just crazy. That back in two thousand, you know, that's where he started as a pitcher. Pitched eleven and seven, had whatever, then crapped out. And then came back in 2008, it was, right? 2008? Yeah. And hit 25 home runs. Like, for this, you know, for St. Louis. Like, it's pretty crazy. Like, yeah. it's, it's pretty solid. There was. Thinking, like, you, you could do, you could be a pitcher, you know, shit the bed, yeah. and then come back years later and then have a season where you not just, No, that's runs. fair. Much better than Shane Spencer. Not, not just, like, shit the bed, but, like, not even be able to come anywhere close to the plate in the playoffs. With everyone watching, yeah, and then there was a uh, that's years later too. Like, yeah. That's like eight years later. Like, there was a really that. good. Um, it was on NPR. I don't know if it was Fresh Air or if it was uh, Radio Lab, but they had like an hour show with him because he wrote a book about it, or or like there was a book written about him, and they had him on. Yeah, and it was like really interesting about how, like how he had to. Come back and like reinvent himself completely. Yeah, man. I mean, it's not. It's not easy. No, that's pretty cool. So, um, do you want so to Shane, right before we go into my rookie, Shane Spencer's nineteen ninety eight came on the scene uh, with twenty seven games left in. Well, probably like thirty something games left in the season. Started twenty seven games. Yep. Um, Ten home runs, twenty seven RBIs, yep. and bat at three seventy three. In only 27 games, then his next highs, can you guess what his highs in home runs, RBIs, and batting average I mean, were I'm for lying. his two th- season? Another 60, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven years. I mean, I'm looking at it right, right well, now. Well, I'm, guess, I'm not looking. I'm guessing a high of 247 with eight home runs and 22 RBIs. He did bat 247 one year. What? But no, 282 was his high. But that's inflated compared to his other years. Yeah. With uh, twelve home runs and forty nine RBIs, mm-hmm. not not in the same year, but so yeah. Thanks. So twelve home runs. Uh, that was a mix of playing on Cleveland and Texas in two thousand and three, with the forty nine RBIs and a, a total batting average of two fifty one that year. Hmm. So he only lasted from ninety eight to two thousand four. Funny, he also finished his career on the Mets the way Rick Ankiel did. I mean, um, a lot so of people. It seems like still, the, is he still getting paid by the Mets? So it seems like the Mets love to uh, finish out washed up players' careers. Yeah, pretty much. So, uh, but no, yeah, no, speaking of getting played, yes, Bobby Bonilla is still getting paid by the Mets every year. I mean, a lot of people are. 
but. Um, alright, so, yeah, Jacoby Myers. Um, Ankyo Harry is injured <laughs> everywhere. I have to pick him up the train of thought again. Uh, Ankyo <laughs> Harry is apparently injured, like, everywhere, they said. Um, love it. Love that for him. Injured everywhere. Jacoby Myers, like, the Patriots need receivers, are gonna need receivers. They're gonna need people to throw the ball to. They're not just gonna be able to throw to Julian Edelman and James White every, every time. They might, but probably won't. What about Josh Gordon? (laughs) (laughs) They will still be Josh Gordon drafted in every draft, though. So I'm actually getting a bit higher on David Montgomery. Ooh, okay. Um, I still love Tariq Cohen. Mm-hmm. And he's still high on my list because he's such a good pass catcher. But uh, what I read is something about uh, Matt Nagy. When Kareem Hunt came into the league, he was able to with third round pick Kareem Hunt, uh-huh. and he was able to work Kareem Hunt into being sort of this um, somewhat of a workhorse back in in that offense. And I feel like that might happen again with David Montgomery. With more of a, I wouldn't even worry about Mike Davis and more of a Tariq Cohen in a complimentary role, um, doing more punt and kick returns. And I mean, you're talking about Tariq Cohen, who's like a top I get 15 it. I get back. It. I get it, but and I, not that many touches. Probably the most explosive playmaker. I understand that, but I still I see Montgomery stepping in, being uh, a better Jordan Howard, and can I, I'm telling you, he's. He's younger, going to be able to average more yards per carry. He's a little more explosive, and I think he could do more than Jordan Howard was able to do. So, yeah, Tariq Cohen is definitely a good, like, obviously good PPR play, but I, I, I'm going to start moving Montgomery up my So board. if they're both still on the board, and you, you'd pick... I would probably pick, pick Montgomery. Montgomery over. I probably would pick Montgomery over, over Cohen. Yeah. I know, it's, it's... I mean, what's, uh, what's Cohen's ADP right now, probably? Four? What round? Tariq Cohen, yeah. Fourth round? Yeah. No. That's no. Way too um, high. Six or seven, six probably, or seven. right? Because okay. yeah. what's his? What do you think his ADP is like? Uh, in the seventies, yeah. high seventies. Yeah, it says round seven. Yeah, that sounds about right for Cohen. Um, David, I mean, that's I look. It's a fair opinion to have. I don't share it with you. <laughs> uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, well. I guess how explosive was Montgomery really supposed to be coming out of the draft? Um, what was he? Was he third or second rounds? I want to say, was he? I want to say third. I might be wrong. So he's not the same as who's the one that was supposed to like just lack explosiveness, but oh, the Bills guy. Sorry, I was getting him confused. Bills guy lack explosiveness, but good runner. One of those guys. Yeah, what's wasn't good at combine. But good in college type people. Yeah, yeah. Singletary. Um, mm-hmm. That's it. So, I, so scrap that anyway. But um, no, Monca- no. yeah, I guess it's David Montgomery is going late third, early fourth. Wow. You know, you know what I'd like to make a bet with you on? Montgomery is going late third, early, early fourth. Yeah. So he's rising a lot. Mm-hmm. And Josh Jacobs, uh, Barry had him in his. Second round. Yeah, which, Barry's been oof. very strong. Yeah, that, that's Jacobs. a little bit. That's a very. That's just tough for an offense that we'll see kind of thing. That's also not a very good offensive line, too. Yeah, I don't. And, I mean, and also, is Josh Jacobs going to be the checkdown guy? Like, don't get me wrong. Um, or is that Javon? Is that Javon Richard? Or is it going to be uh, what's his name? Was what's his name? Uh, Richard. 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 Don't they have another guy like a Washington or something? The, the they have Doug Martin. 
So Dwayne Washington? No, DeAndre. Whatever. They're still Doug Martin. But um, I don't think, even though I, I feel Gruden's going to give Jacobs the ball a lot, I don't think. For sure. It's not gonna. It's not gonna be. He's not worth. He's not worth a third round pick for me no. or a second round pick for me. DeAndre, DeAndre Washington. Yeah. DeAndre Washington. Well, I was close. I think I said DeAndre or Dwayne Washington. I, I mean, if we're talking yeah, to Tariq Cohen, second round's tough. That's because weird. you wouldn't pick a starting running back on a bad offense in the second round, even if he's proven, right? Like yeah. that's just not usually what you do. Because um, like Chris Carson is much more proven I would than right. Josh Jacobs, and no one's picking him in the second round. And honestly, I think I'd pick Chris Carson over Josh Jacobs. Uh, I absolutely would, actually. Yeah, I probably would too. Also, um, they're saying that they want to get Chris Carson a lot more involved in the passing game too. Which I mean, they also said that they want to get Rashad Penny more involved. But I guess they're, they're just going to run it. <laughs> no, else. I mean, look, they're going to get Rashad Penny involved, but it's. You have those coaches that are like the, the young guys that are gonna be like, ah, oh, I gotta get, like, gotta start my young guys and gotta kind of yeah. go with the youth movement and do all this shit. Uh, Pete Carroll's just a guy who's gonna play the dude who's better. Like, he's not that, he's not that coach. That's who, right. who needs to be like, who needs to justify his draft pick by playing him more? I don't think he's there. I don't think that's, he's not in any danger of getting fired. He'll leave before he gets fired. He's also like so I think he's just gonna play somehow. with this guy. Yeah, he's old. Yeah. Um, but so David Montgomery at a late third, early fourth, or I mean, I don't like that as much as Terry Cohen. I can get late fifth or early sixth. Okay, yeah, I think this I- is the bet I want to make with Anthony. I think Terry Cohen scores more touchdowns than David Montgomery. I'm not saying more fantasy points. But I say he scores more touchdowns. No, I'm still going Montgomery. Okay. So, so you I'm, accept. I mean, gentleman's bet. No money on it. I'm just because I think I'm the underdog in this situation. I think I think you are. I think you are. So you you say do you think how many? Like, are we doing like a number? Or are we doing anything? Just just, just, just I'm gonna say like like nine and seven or something like that, or eight and seven. Nothing too high. I don't yeah, think Cohen's going do double-digit touchdowns. Exactly. I was thinking... I, honestly, I was thinking Montgomery 9 and, like, Tariq Cohen, like, 7 or 8. Like, that's... Okay, so it, we're just it's going to be close, yeah. but I, I just... I feel that Montgomery's going to get a much more bulk of the carries than the way ha- Howard did last year. So, I just think the yards are going to be there for Montgomery. I mean, I could, I could be wrong. I could be totally wrong on this, but I just... I have that... I just had a feeling. I just think we're... We do this thing every year as not we, the whole fantasy community, us and the rest of the fantasy community do this thing every year where we devalue PPR running backs. Every, and everybody's playing either half or full now. Like there's very few standard leagues. I mean, I know there's standard leagues, but like. By the way, if you're still doing a standard league, just step your game up. Get the fuck out of the standard league. Yeah. Do some We're not of- a standard league podcast. Do so it. We're doing we, half. We've put that out. Yeah, and honestly, I'm not a fan of full PPR. I think that's a little overboard. The half is, I Fossey, think. That, I like full PPR. I think it's a little too much. I mean, look, I'd rather do full PPR than standard, by far. But I actually like the half PPR. I'm, I'm, I like scoring, and I'm real close to um, suggesting in my league 
Yeah. Three points for a hundred yard skill position. Ooh. For a hundred yard game. Interesting. Running and I'm, running and receiving, huh? Uh yeah, I'm very close to to taking a poll on that. Alright, do you want do you want some uh red zone rushing stats for Jordan Howard and Terry Cohen? From last year? Sure. Yes. Sure. Alright, so did. Jordan Howard had thirty five attempts inside the twenty. Okay. Hundred seven yards and nine touchdowns. What's that average was? That right. an average? No, it doesn't say. Okay. Well, you don't care about the average because it's inside the yeah. red zone, so average doesn't mean as much, right? Well, inside of twenty, I feel he still could. All right. Well, uh, all anyway. right, so tw- twenty of those were inside the ten, and eleven of those were inside the five. Oh wow! So eleven of thirty. So, how many? Eleven of thirty-five were inside the five. So oh wow! A third of those. Okay. So he had he nine had touchdowns. You said six touchdowns inside the five from inside the five. Okay. And he had nine touchdowns in the red zone com- overall. Total. Okay. What is the percent of rush? <laughs> all right, so <laughs> all right, so Cohen, yeah. all right, so Jordan Howard inside the five, he had almost seventy percent of the total rush attempts inside the five for the Bears. Okay, okay. Would that mean I would have expected that? Yeah, inside yeah. and inside the ten, it was sixty percent. Inside the twenty, fifty-seven. Okay. Tariq Cohen is all the way down here. He only had 13 attempts inside the 20 and two attempts inside the five. Wow. That's fine. I'm, he's, he gets, he makes his bread and butter on the long yes. touchdowns. No, he does, but like. In the passing touchdowns. But I, I think I'm gonna, I think you're gonna see an uptick in better running from Montgomery than you would, would see from But Howard I'm just saying, it, it, it doesn't have to be an uptick. It's just if Montgomery, like I kind of siding with Anthony on this one for a little bit just for the touchdown wise. As much as John hates to side with me. Well, it's not even that. It's just like your points are shit. How uh, many touchdowns did Cohen have last year? Uh, that is a good question. Total. Let's ca- count the returns, too. Counting returns? Um, that was already on Pro Football. Let's see. Those. He had three rushing, five receiving. Had to be like at least two or three returns, right? Picking punting returns. No touchdowns on special teams. Wow. Interesting. All right, so he had eight, and Jordan Howard had nine. Cause nine I, rushing. Did Jordan Howard have a receiving touchdown? Probably not. It's possible. It's possible. The wor- probably the worst receiving back in football. So let's get this straight. David Montgomery is going to be better than Jordan Howard last year, and I'll 100% say that. Um, and I, I think yeah, he could Jordan. finish ahead of Tariq Cohen because of being – Three down back or two down back, and he's going to get more opportunities to receive the ball. I just, I still like Tariqo, and I still think he's a very viable starter. Um, and I still think that PPR running backs get no respect. The, uh, where James White is being drafted blows my mind. RB seven last year. Um, everybody goes thinks he's going to have a touchdown regression. He will have a touchdown regression. Yeah, but he's still going to have a reception. Boom. Cause who, well, he's just gonna get a lot more receptions. Tom Brady, as his arm withers away, needs, <laughs> needs to check him down to that good old James White. And him and Edelman are the only stalwarts in that offense right now. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I look, as, I agree with you with the whole PPR running backs don't, like, get the respect they deserve, like a James White or a Jimmy Cohen. Um, I still stand by my Montgomery thing, but you're right. Um, someone like a James White is going to get those points. Uh, someone like an Austin Eckler is going to get his points. Um, like those those plays, you have to look at. I mean, you can't put 
Austin Eckler and James White on the same level. Though. No, 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 but like they're PPR running backs. They're running yeah, backs that yeah. get their points through the through yeah. the air. Like <laughs> so, like yeah, obviously James White is. It's always funny to see the like the ESPN stats. They have like the rushing stats. Like James White will have like one attempt for four yards, but twenty points, and then you go over to the yeah, receiving. Yeah. It's like oh, ten catches for and, and a touchdown. Yeah, it's like. But yeah, no, but I agree. Um, I don't get the um, the hate on him. I know he ended. He he's in a similar situation to um, Adam Thielen this year's draft, but not as not as. Uh, Bad because Thielen really ended the season bad, like really bad. Um, James White just wasn't the R wasn't a top five running back. So he started what like the first ten games as a top five running back. Something like, like that. I remember. Yeah, he was, was, yeah I mean, I, our I, buddy Pete had him, and he was scoring at least twenty points a game, and he was if was, not top five, maybe even top four or three, depending. And then he ended the season CPR as a not, yeah. as like. An RB2. Yeah, it, it all depended on, on if it was PPR or half PPR. Like, but either way, he was just—he was a monster. I mean, I mean, I remember the game we went to in uh, versus the Jets, and it was just like every play, it was like pass to James White, pass to James White, pass to James White. It's like, it's, it's like even if he gets fucking forty yards, he's getting fifteen points. I also think some people have a nose for the for the end zone. Like, how many years does James White have to have high touchdown percentages for people to be like, "Well, it's gonna regress." It's gonna regress for a lot of people, yes. Especially if you look at their careers up and down. James White didn't really ever get a full opportunity besides last year and the Super Bowl. And he was, you remember, he was just a playoff guy. Like they'd bring him in the yeah, playoffs yeah, and he yeah, scored yeah, yeah. a bunch of touchdowns. And then last year they were like, "Oh, maybe we should just start this guy." <laughs> Because he seems to be scoring all of our touchdowns, so uh, it's the same thing I feel about um, Will Fuller. Because I'm hearing there's a couple of fantasy people that I that I'd like to trust, but they're like screaming, "Stay away from Will Fuller! Wait, he can't, what? He's going to have extreme touchdown regression. Cootie is the guy to have, which may be the case that Cootie is going to be good. I'm not going to take anything away from Kiki, but Fuller. How many, like, I know he has injury history. That's what you should talk about. But how many times does he have to be in a game where he scores a touchdown for yeah, people yeah, to yeah. think, like, maybe this dude just has a nose for the touchdown. Well, also, maybe Ki- he has that Deshaun Jackson thing. Kiki Kuri has just, maybe not as much major injury history, but just as much injury history where every week you're he's doubtful or questionable and, or whatever. And Will Fuller, for as short as it's been, has put up, Way, That's because like, he been, can just run downfield and Deshaun Watson's like, oh shit, you're open, let me throw it. Will Fuller, like you said. I'd much, much rather, I like Kiki, I had him last year, I think for at least part of the time, and he, like he was a great wide receiver 2-3 for the, a few weeks, because he, he was getting targets. Sorry, I don't know, my phone just started playing something. Okay, what the hell are you watching? I can't even get. I'm not even watching anything. I just goddamn auto press plays. the home. Yeah, I press the home button. I hit on. You know when you watch a video on Facebook and then you just close out your phone, and then sometimes when you open your phone, the video just starts playing. Oh yeah, that's what happened. Um. Anyway, sorry about that, listeners. Uh. No, I agree with John, and I disagree with people who scream Will Fuller touchdown regression. 
Uh, I just look, we're huge touchdown regression people. We a hundred percent believe in that. But sometimes uh, take the full body of work and just realize that people. Some some people have a nose for the end zone. Sometimes it's not you, got, you got to feel it in your loins. So like, and, this guy just knows how to get to the end zone. Yeah, and Will Fuller, like if he's on the board, I'm looking to draft them. It's not. There's no way I'm looking. Oh, I'm worried his touchdowns are gonna regress. I'm more worried that he's gonna get hurt. Like that's yeah. the that's the only thing that I'm worried about. Not that like oh maybe his touchdowns are going down. No, it's that he might get hurt. But honestly, I, for what he yes. for what I've seen him play when he has played, he has been off the fucking charts. Like that's a player that just looks good every time he's on the field and helping. Yeah. All right. Um, and I, I'm ooh. sorry. One last thing about Will Fuller. I am extremely confident that if he puts together a full season or even like a 15 game season like i could see him whatever you miss a game for a nagging injury if he puts together a full season he will have double digit touchdowns i take that to the bank he will have 10 touchdowns if he puts together a full season and i have no doubt about that i wish i had like a, a money bag sound effect. <laughs> um, no, but all right, so Wolfler right now is going mid to late 70s in a lot of uh, in pretty much all the major uh, fantasy leagues. So it's like 56 rounds? 70 is what? 12 50. times It's like 6 rounds, right? 12 times 6. 12 times 5 is 60. So in the 70s it's like 6 rounds. Yeah. Okay. So it's like around the Tariq Cohen area. I was like, yeah. Okay. He is going a lot lower than um. He's going a lot lower than I expected. But as we as we do these podcasts, as we move towards a draft, we have been um singling out people that are going lower in ADP that we like. He's one. Yep. James White is obviously another. Chris yep. Carson is a name we've mentioned many times. Um, obviously a lot of people are going to jump on these like hot shot rookie running backs. Um, and it's not a bad thing. Rookie running backs, uh, there's, control the league as we've seen yeah, there's be a couple. year on year out. Like no Sean Moreno did many years ago. <laughs> Talk about random Broncos running backs. <laughs> All right. I mean, let's move on to the next. Yeah. I got a rookie. Go ahead. Um, that fits this segment. And I think people are starting to catch on a little, so hopefully they don't catch on uh, before your draft because he is pretty anonymous right now as we speak. Hopefully that it stays that way. So well, everything. Good in thing no one listens to this podcast, camp. so stay anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everything in steel. Everything about the Steelers coming into the season, and even us when we ranked, was James Washington. Um, he's the guy opposite of Juju. Let's go with him. There's going to be a second receiver on the Steelers. It always happens. They're a Steeler fact. I mean, they're a wide receiver factory. Um, but by everything that's coming out of camp, and we love the camp talk. Every, everything says Deontay Johnson, play, play, the rookie, play, play. just looks like a better player than James Washington. Um, he's officially up the depth chart, whether that was just for the first preseason game because you can't trust depth charts for preseason games. I don't know, but I think it means something. And if every beat reporter on this for the Steelers is saying that this guy's better than James Washington, um, I think where there's smoke, there's fire. And he's a guy that um, I don't think you let your draft go without 
drafting him. I think he needs to be drafted now. Obviously not high. He has to be drafted after the 10th round. You're not, but I think he needs to be drafted. I definitely, uh, agree that like, I trust the reporters way more than I trust early preseason depth charts because depth charts, again, like I said, they change back and forth quick and quick. Um, but, you know, uh, this is going to be a wide receiver that I guarantee you will still most likely be drafted after Washington. Oh. In every, yeah. In every I mean, just like, not, cause, unless he does something crazy. Ex- yeah, he must, preseason he must, game. Unless he goes absolutely fucking bonkers in the next couple weeks, like, he's gonna get drafted well after Washington. And I think that might be good. Like, that might be a good thing for you. Like, hopefully you can grab him late, late, late draft based on what the reporters are saying. Cause again, like I said, depth chart means nothing. I don't think too many people that are decent in fantasy are reading too much in the depth charts right now. I mean, so. if there's like an official depth chart move, it just shows like sometimes just like confidence that the players, that the coaches have in a player. I still so don't it's even like, trust that. I still think it could be a game, a week to week basis on what they're doing. Like, well, yeah, if, if the guy's like, Oh wow, this guy's second on depth chart in week two of the preseason. Definitely been drafting it to see if it continues if he stays there. I mean, last I looked really quickly, I think Colt McCoy was number one on the depth chart in Washington. Over, I mean, have you heard some of the horror stories coming out of Washington about how they treat injuries? So maybe no one wants to play for them. But I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, do you really think Colt McCoy is going to be a starting quarterback going into the season? Probably not. Exactly. So. I mean, we'll see how many more interceptions Dwayne Haskins throws. That, yeah, just like Keenum, too, so who knows? Oh, yeah, I forgot Keenum. I'm saying, like, it's not going to be McCoy, yeah. so. All right, well, all I'm saying is just put that name in your hatch, uh, keep it under there for a little bit, check on him as preseason goes on, and um, right before your draft, just do a little Google search of his name, see how you, he did in preseason, Read the tea leaves. See if he's somebody you want to pick with your last pick, and just dash for a little bit because I think uh, you might be pleasantly surprised if you do that. And Pittsburgh is definitely a team that could, uh, you know, have two healthy receivers making tons of points for you. Yeah, I'm, they I'm, will. I mean, they never. They've. I don't. When's the last year they didn't have two receiving threats? Like I, when's when do they not have two receiving threats? It's been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> I mean, they even made fucking Martavius Bryant a name Ugh, for a God. couple of years, and everybody drafted him thinking he'd be that guy, and that yeah. never happened again. Pretty sure people still was still drafting last year, even though he was like. Suspended. Oh yeah, they're like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, they're like, like, this is the breakout. This is the breakout year for him. Like, oh yeah, he's going to be great on the Raiders, <laughs> yeah. even though Derek Carr's never passed it more than twenty yards, which concerns me with uh, Anto. You know, I said we might be drafting Antonio Brown. Too low. Uh, I'm just, I just slept on that <laughs> a little bit and I thought, wow, I really don't like Derek Carr as a quarterback. Yeah, I mean, when it comes oh, down to it. Also, I don't like him as a hard knocks character. He's the personality of a grapefruit. When, when it comes yeah, down. Yeah, very corny. When it comes down to it, there's probably a good chance that I probably won't be drafting Antonio Brown this year based on who's I mean, around, unless, like. It's, he's gotta fall. I mean, it's based on who's getting drafted around him or, or you know, average draft position, average draft position as of right now. There are, there are plenty of players I would rather have around him. 
I'd say if I um, I'm drafting Antonio Brown if I have fourth, fifth pick, and I go pick my first pick, then my second pick, and he comes back to the third round. Yeah, to the early third. Because he's not, not going to go to the late third. There's no and way. And I don't know if I pick him if I'm if I'm the first pick, and I I think he's probably there on the comeback. And if he's there, and people like Travis Kelsey are there, and or Kittle and uh, Juju maybe, or Damian Williams or something. I'm not sure if I pick him then. I think I pick him. Mid third rounds, and I think he could be there in mid third round. I don't think so. I think he'll be go much sooner. Well, it's tough. It's tough because he's so good. He finished as wide receiver one, fifteen, sixteen, and seventeen. And last year he finished, I think, wide receiver seven, which uh, is low for him. I think it was seven, but still high. But. Res- Finishing wide receiver one three years in a row, yeah, that's crazy. and then not so he hasn't peaked, uh, or he's peaked, but his peak is still, but he's still going. He's he has his prime's not over. He's not on a downhill. It's pretty much him versus Carr right now. Do you th- think Carr's going to make him that much worse? Is the question? Yeah, I mean not that much worse. But he's going to drop out of like wide receiver one territory. Like it might be like. Double-digit wide receiver one territory. But well, if he doesn't draft by a wide receiver one territory, then don't you pick him late second? I guess. I, I have. I mean, have we ever like what was the best receiver that Cars had before this, though? All right. Well, all right. Well, hey, and like what? Like what other coaches did he have before this? Where like, he had the great Amari Cooper. Um, so <sighs> yeah, <that's true>. uh, <laughs> let me wait. All right. So so scenario scenario right here. You pick. Okay. Are you picking Amari Cooper or are you picking Anthony Brown? Oh, oh, Antonio Brown. Okay. Are you picking Mike Evans or are you picking Antonio Brown? Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Yeah, okay. So that's where I was leaning to. Like, Mike Evans. Well. No, I'm picking, I'm 140 fucking, 160, 200 targets from Mike Evans. He's got a cat. Well, 1,700. Maybe, maybe, you know what? I'm, I'm thinking on the Mike Evans thing a lot. I'm really, I'm, I'm really thinking on that because I might pick Antonio Brown before him. But 400 targets guaranteed, right? <laughs> Come on, I, I, I think I'd still go Mike Evans barely over Antonio Brown because again, as we said, Antonio Brown has peaked. Maybe can he plateau at seven? Can he plateau? Can he? Can he I mean, hang, I feel like he, his plateau. Like you don't, you don't peak, peak for a wide receiver like him. You don't peak and. Then, Immediately Go. fall off the cliff. So, so, but he peaked at one, obviously, for three years. Plateaued, yeah. came down to seven. Yeah. Can he can he plateau and stay there? Because I don't think he's coming up. There's no way he's going past that. Wait, he'll plateau at like eight, nine, whatever. But Mike Evans still has the opportunity to go up. Well, I mean, he's also got Bruce Arians. He's got, like, Chris Godwin, who's really good and, and going to take some attention off of him. Which is good. Which is real good. He's got O.J. Howard, who could take some attention off of him. Yeah. Like... And no running game, really. No running. Well, that we know about. I mean, maybe a, a running game could. But I mean, with I mean with Ronald hate. Jones is just—he's got no confidence. The stories coming out I just are not. Well, there's more hope. In Peyton, there's more hope in Peyton Barber than there is in Ronald. I mean, just not. no. Do you think so? We, even with Bruce Arians, you don't think Arians could turn him around? I, I'd hope. 
But I mean, they're trying to build them up. I don't. I don't see. I have no confidence right now. Like those, those aren't running backs. I'm, I'm looking at at all. Is that backfield even being drafted at all? Peyton Barber. Probably, Peyton Barber's got to be drafted. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, what? Really? Like what round though? Oh, late. Like ten? Like mm-hmm. no, I'm thinking like thirteen. Yeah. I don't know if he's if he gets drafted in a lot of drafts, and I gotta think that's the only backfield that doesn't get drafted, unless. This Drake thing is more serious, and people don't want it. But I'd draft Balage over either of those two. You call Balage like Balagio? Is it Bolage? Yeah. I thought it was ba- Bolage. <laughs> Whatever. Who gives a shit? Yeah, I don't know. Um, all right, but that, that, so, so that's basically where so, we're at with Antonio Brown. It's like Mike Evans, and Antonio Brown. Like that is like the line ish, right? That's what we see. It. Like that's what we're sort yeah. of like Ugh, on. So there you go. Make make your pick. Make Mike Mike Evans and Tony O'Brien. Um, you got another rookie, or what are we doing? You got another guy. Let's see what my ranks. Yeah. What do you have? I mean, I had T. Y. Hilton above Antonio Brown, but with this Andrew Luck business. Well, we can get into that injury in a little bit. Yeah. All right. Um, I mean, my other running backs. I had a running back, but we can get into that later. I also had Jalen Hurd as a wide receiver, as long as Trent Taylor is hobbled with a foot injury, which is not great for a slot receiver. I feel like uh, Jalen yeah. Hurd can make an impact, but it's a crowded. That's a. I mean, you don't wouldn't have expected to say that about the 49ers. And expect it's a crowded ball catching room with Pettis. And <laughs> Wait, what team Kittle. are we talking about? Are we talking 49ers. about Washington? Or are we talking about the 49ers? 49ers. Trent oh. Williams, though. No, Trent Taylor. Oh, sorry. Broke his foot. I thought we were talking about Trent Williams. Oh, no, 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 no. No, oh, no. Just a trade for him, though. Um, no, yeah, Jalen Hurd has a chance, but I, I think it's more of a long shot than the other people that we mentioned. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I don't know. What, what, where is he going to fit into this? That's, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's what John's apparently saying. That's a weird pick. Um, I had a running back, but I think we're going to possibly talk about it in crowded backfield, so okay. I don't know if I should bring it right. up. Save it for later. Okay. Well, do you want to get bashed like John is going to get bashed for this Jalen Hurd nonsense? Oh, when yeah. there's no, I think when, there's, when there's like that's probably the most crowded backfield in all of football, and he's not even in the uh, well, conversation. I mean, he's a wide receiver. Oh, right. sorry. Wide receiver. They also have a crowded wide receiver ranking what with I, Dante I, Pettis and what? I, what I'm, is good? Is Goodwin even healthy? Uh, sort of. Is he ever healthy? Um. But I want to no, but my, mine's definitely better. But I still think <laughs> we gotta talk we'll, about we'll, it. We'll see about that one in in the uh, in backfield. Anyway, yeah, all right. I'm not gonna bring him up just because I. Think Who's we'll, the other guy on the 49ers? What do you mean? There's From last Pettis, Goodwin, Kittle. No, there was a, there's there was another one guy. More that guy Trent that Taylor? Not a. Uh, oh, was it? No, he was hurt. Um, mm-hmm. the Pierre Garçon wasn't he? Pierre Garçon was also hurt. I know, as I'm saying, he was the other no, guy. Well, he's always hurt. He was the other guy. I love Pierre Gerson. I miss Pierre Gerson. So hopefully, well, you know, then I, you know, I'm sorry, John. I take it back. Because all these guys get hurt all the time. So just throw in, yeah. There's Maybe Jalen Hurt will just be the guy that doesn't get hurt. There's guys, something fucky going on with uh, the 49ers where they all get just get hurt. Those are Jordan Smathews. Jordan Smathews? Yeah, Matthews. Jordan Smathews? Jordan Smathews. Jordan Smathews. Okay. By the way, um, doesn't it feel like Jordan Matthews has been in the league forever? I mean, I don't know, I feel like we yes. talk about him forever. He's only 27. 
I feel like he's been a slow wide receiver for the longest but time. I feel like he's been in the league forever. He's only 27 years. Well, he's always at the guy that's at the top of the uh, the free agent waiver wire. It's like, ugh. Do I want to pick up Jordan Matthews? I mean, I guess. but I, I think we think he's been in the league forever because he's always played like one of those uh, veterans with a bad knee that's like over the hill and <laughs> putting in one more year. Like Jordan Matthews just looks like he's running in hummus when he's out there. <laughs> He has been in the league for five years, though. He actually has. It's actually funny, because he's actually one year younger than Marquise Goodwin, but I feel like he's well older than Marquise Goodwin for some reason. Marquise Goodwin's 28. Yeah, right? Like, I feel like Jordan Matthews is is way older than Goodwin, but he's not. Alright, well. This is strange. That's fair. I mean, Marquise Goodwin's also fast man versus running in hummus. (laughs) (laughs) You know what all this makes me think is that Dante Pettis is a good pick. It's a good draft pick. Yeah. He's gonna be rising in the coming weeks, but he's, he's a good, he's a good guy. He's gonna be a boy. He's, oh, he will be a boy. Absolutely. Uh, okay. Uh, coming on to some injured boys. Theo Riddick already hurt. Out mm. like eight weeks. Broken shoulder. You hate to see that. You hate to see your boys get hurt. Um. On a new team, no less. Like, yeah, new, so. new chances, new, new, new opportunities. You can just cross them out for this entire season. Yeah, like, yeah, Rick's done, man. Like we love him. Like we always love Rick. Look, you got no, you got no one to let your boys just run free. Um, yeah. Also, uh, talking about knowing when to let someone run free. Andrew Luck. Yeah. Does he have an, Andrew, does he have a high ankle sprain? Does he have a, an extra bone apparently in the back a of his small ankle? Small bone. Yeah. <laughs> which doesn't make any sense. I mean, Jim Irsay is not the type of guy to try to explain small bones to you. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, uh, he. Calling the calf muscle a small bone is is kind of wild to me. It's, it's an interesting medical choice. <laughs> so yeah, that small bone, you know, the calf that hurts. So, yeah, yeah, sure. That yeah, sure, Jim say. So they're saying now that there's a very good or somewhat possibility he's not even ready for week one. Um, We've seen this before. You gotta see him drop back. You gotta see him drop back. You gotta see. Him. I mean, is it a high ankle? Is it a calf? Is it an Achilles? You got. You gotta see him. You gotta see him plant that foot before you. Uh, you can draft. Is it him. his plant? Uh, is it? Is it his right foot? If your people, if you're someone who has a draft, like say next Monday, like yeah. we do in Anthony's league, oh, not so the night before early. the season, like in our league, it um, is way too early. I I completely agree with that. Then I can't. I just. I can't in good faith, like, draft, I'm, I'm saying no to indie players. I'm on the John train here. I gotta see him drop back, man. I'm not uh, doing this again with Andrew Luck. I'll say, I'm not drafting Andrew Luck in any, in a single digit round. No, but I, oh, that I'm is not drafting close. Luck and Eve, and not only that, Hilton gets bumped down a full round yeah. and Marlon Mack gets bumped down yeah, a full absolutely. round. Well, I'll say, Hilton was, Hilton for me was a top, top eight receiver. Oh yeah, he was way up there, but now like, if you if if Luck's gonna miss any time, I mean, like, and it's just hundred percent, yeah, whatever. Like you can't, he's not throwing the ball to wait the way uh, Luck was throwing it to Hilton. Like it's not gonna happen. And yeah, you know, at that point, like if Brissett's playing, the defenses I feel like can key a little more on Marlon Mack and make him a little less more, you know, a little less dynamic than he would yeah. be yeah. with Luck. Yeah. So if uh, anybody, if anybody, um, benefits from. A Brissett start to the season. It's people like Naheem Hines and Jack Doyle and yeah. stuff. Just the check down dumper people. I know Brissett has a very good, uh, long distance arm, but it's not like, that's more of a, 
bomb type thing but rather he, than uh, he's going to make those 25-yard out throws that are Lux kind of dig. But see, I don't even think that someone like Doyle even benefits because I just think Luck, with Luck, you'll be on the field more making more, you know, getting more yards, making more, like, completions that someone sure. like Lo- Doyle will have a better game with Luck than he will with Brissett. Sure, maybe benefit was the wrong word. I thought, I, I think maybe more so jump other guys rather than benefit. Like, Just like the guys that are have the biggest chance of weathering the storm. I think maybe a third down pass catching running back has probably the best chance to weather a backup quarterback storm because you play from behind yeah, a lot. Yeah. You go in the hurry up and you do that. Like it's just, I'm just you, not. you do you do see it a lot where this third down running back has a few run, game run with a backup quarterback and then goes back, um, goes goes back in the bin when the starter comes. I'm just not happy to see any of this to be honest. And like I said, I hate to see it. if we uh, it. like you said, like we have an early draft this year based because of my vacation. Um, you, have, you really have to stop taking late August vacations. Uh, it works. It's selfish. It is very selfish, and I will continue to it's be just selfish. just inconsiderate. I will continue to be selfish for my family. Um, but, selfish but, for but, family. but besides that... It's basically um, your family. You're saying your kids are selfish. You're blaming, you're blaming this on your two poor daughters yeah, who don't fair, need this type of weight on To be fair, that's shoulders. a genius move because they're like, all right, you can't get mad at them. <laughs> like was a five year old is like my neat like goddaughter is like she's cute she got curly hair it's like ugh. yeah so there you go but regardless like diabolical drafting drafting on the nineteenth um if there's no you know no updates on luck which I don't think they're going to be it's uh, very very hard to when draft. have we ever heard update solid updates about a- any Wait. Andrew Luck health I know thing so uh, until further notice I very much try and stay away from that. Like, like this. That, uh, it, it, last it's year, getting I, into the Markel Fultz zone. Like, oh, it's just, God. it's, it's start get, it's, it's not obviously not as bad as Fultz. He doesn't have the yips, but the whole, the lying about the medical stuff is getting as bad. Yeah, no, like, like at this time last year, he was throwing a Nerf ball. Like, there was that, that was all we knew. Ugh, it's just, so uh, weird. Yeah. It's just so weird, and there's, and it's not even. Like, this is a bad offense and it doesn't have any implication. This is a five fantasy player offense, um, yeah. that we know of right now. It's Hilton, Luck, Ebron, Doyle, Marlon Mack, five very crucial players. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you know, just, that's something to definitely keep your eye on as we get, go through the next few weeks, but I don't think you're gonna find out much information. You got, you're gonna have to wait a couple weeks yeah. to get solid information on that. Um, also, another running back that we were kind of hyping up, but I've kind of fallen back again, and now fallen way back, cause now he's in a walking boot, it's Kenny Drake. Um, I'm not a Drake fan. You, you hate the Drake? I'm not a fan of anything in that Miami backfield. Well, I mean, someone's still gonna be able to have to get those touches. But I'm just saying, I thought with Kenny Drake, he's finally gonna be like the lead back, but then I had a couple arguments on Twitter, and people were like, oh, well, Drake actually, very similar. You know, Ballers only had one big run, but then if you take out Kenyon Drake's, like, two big runs, it's, like, also, like, around, like, four, two. His advanced stats didn't look that great. So maybe Ball is just the answer. Maybe he's just rookie, didn't get a chance, and maybe, like, he needs this. But 
I go Balage as the name, not the running back. <laughs> I bet. He's not French. He's not French, Brian. The Balage. The Balage. The Keelan Balagio. Um, do we just avoid this team, or we just yeah? I'm do gonna, we do that? Yeah, I think I just avoid it. Uh, except, you know who is a little bit of a sleeper? Is Stills? Albert Wilson. Oh, Albert Wilson. Yo. Who was pretty freaking electric before getting injured last season. I haven't heard that name in a while. Whoa. Whoa. If you don't re, if you, if you don't recall, Albert Wilson, um. I don't recall. Please tell us. He made lots of money. Did oh, some geez. things. I totally forgot he signed into that ridiculous contract. Massive contract. <laughs> it was like, what, like 70 million or something? It was like way that? too much money. We, we ripped on him really hard. Oh, we did. There was a lot so of hard. weird money last got, year. Was it last year or two was. years ago? Nah, it was last year. It was last year because he, he could fucking got paid <laughs> fucking for doing nothing with the Chiefs, right? It was to be fucking, honest, undrafted though. So, I mean, good for him. Fucking yeah, obviously good. Obviously good for him, man. Any money you can get, like in the NFL, good for you. But fuck. yeah, okay. So maybe he just had one good game that I'm remembering. <laughs> <laughs> he was absolutely electric for that no, one he game. Actually, he actually had two really good games. Um, Three one years, twenty-four game nine for one fifty-five. No, it was six for one fifty-five <laughs> and two touchdowns. And then you numbers this last week, bro. Another one, yeah, just two for seventy four and a touchdown. So not too much. We're gonna we're gonna just forget about the whole Albert Wilson. <laughs> I just remember because he got injured after the first um, third of the season, and I remember thinking like, oh, Albert Wilson's turning up a little, but that's only because he got injured right after the hundred fifty five two touchdown game. So it's kind of the recency bias kind yeah, of thing where it's like, oh, this guy, maybe I should start thinking about him. Nope. Also, no, but you have to realize, this match is going to strike a couple times this year. It's going to be with Stills, though. Oh, it's not going yeah. to be with Wilson. It's going to be with Stills. It's going to be Stills. No, it's yeah. going to be with Albert Wilson. <laughs> you are going to eat your shorts when Albert Wilson just has, like, two good games or, to start the season well, and well, has never heard from him again. What was the contract he got again? Uh, three years, twenty-four mil. That's way too much for a player. Who I mean, never, who's I mean, never, who never done anything. Never honestly, showed. it's not as not as uh, as funny as I thought. It's the Sammy Watkins deal, though. No, but it's never. He's never shown anything. Oh yeah. And Sammy Watkins was good last year. I know Sammy Watkins. I feel like is going to be a nice. He's he's in the uh, league winner where you pick him like ninth or like eighth round. All right, Sammy Watkins or Will Fuller. Oh, Will Fuller, easy. Okay. Not. I mean. See, I think that Sammy Watkins could definitely. This is. I was almost about to say the first story on Sammy Watkins because of health concerns. But it's not. I can't believe I just found somebody who has more health concerns than Sammy Watkins. But Sammy Watkins. Uh, I would say say the first story I typed in Sammy Watkins. The first story on Sammy Watkins is Chief Sammy Watkins mispractice on (laughs) this. Of course he did. No, I'm, I'm, I like Will Fuller more, but I guarantee that Sammy Watkins is going higher. Of course. He was going higher before with the Terry Hill, you know, being out, but he hasn't really dropped all that much with, you know, Terry Hill not missing any games this year. So like, I just, I still would rather have Will Fuller. Sammy Watkins ADP. What's that ADP? Round eight, pick six. Okay. So that's, that's, 
I mean, that's that's a, like if he terrible. if he can stay healthy for that for most of the year, that could be a wide receiver three. Yeah, that's, right? that could be a very good wide receiver three and a great offense. I still rather have Will Fuller, but Look, I, don't, not, I don't think you're getting Will Fuller. We're not as your wide receiver three. Sammy Watkins, which is weird because we usually do, but he put together a fine season. He wasn't the um, top guy that we all thought he was being drafted. What a fine season. He put together, what, a Emmanuel Sanders-esque season? Not that they're the same player, but, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that kind of thing. Like, a guy who is always finishing low wide receiver two, high wide receiver three. Yeah. Which is, which is fine for if you draft him. In what, the what, make, what makes me like, obviously, Sammy Watkins more than I would on, than normal Sammy Watkins is the fact that he's on an offense that's just going to throw the ball, like, fucking, like, crazy and put up a shit ton of points. So, like, that's why, if there's any reason why I dread Sammy Watkins, it's that. If he was, if he was still on the Bills, or if he was on, if he was on the Dolphins, I'm not even thinking of Sammy Watkins at all in draft. The only reason why is because he's on a team like the Chiefs. That's it. I I mean, there was a few games where Sammy Watkins went off last year. And, I mean, you just have to pick the games, but whatever. Um, speaking of, um, guys that we, Want to hate on, but we actually will hate on this time. Is Melvin Gordon still holding out? Hate on him. Hate on him. Second week in a row. Uh, Josh Jackson still is still getting a lot of love from from his team. Yeah, that see, that's why I, that's why I'm more um, concerned about him than Elliot. I think they'll both be back, uh-huh. but I think that although Elliot will be back right as the season starts, and Gordon will be back right as the season starts, I think Gordon's doing more damage with himself in the locker room. Cause I think they're going to be like, all right, Gordon, you wanted to, you wanted to show up, like you wanted to do this shit to us. We're going to show you. Josh Jackson is, uh, pretty much the same running back as you. And I don't think there's that option in, uh, Dallas. Oh, uh, yeah. well, I mean, Dallas, uh, for Ezekiel, he touches, he, what, had 400 touches like three yeah. years in a row. That's by far That's the most. That's also why you don't give him a big contract. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely a little, like, you know, too deep, too little dumb kind of thing. Um, but yeah, Melvin Gordon, it, Melvin Gordon is definitely going to be shown to be the, uh, not as necessary player. Yeah. I, I I'm dropping him. I keep dropping. He falls like a, a notch or two down every time we talk. And you know, somebody might get, somebody might get him in the, somebody who gets him late in the first might be very happy. Um, yeah. but I'm not going to be that guy. I just don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. I didn't want to do it last year. I mean, year. it's late first, even like, but I had him, I'll say if he, late first was kind of like where I was like pegging him in my, like pegging him to, well, to be anyways. Well, beginning of this, well, before all this shit, he was top seven. What? Probably. What? He's easy. He what, was top seven. Was, so I feel like he's top seven total or David top seven Johnson. running back. Total. Like okay. I, I'm saying he was top seven total, but and yeah. I think he's being swapped with David Johnson now. Now you're seeing Do- Johnson around six or seven, but that was Gordon in the in the first rankings of everybody. So I mean, honestly, we 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 all should have just collectively stuck to our hate hearts and just kept. kept mm-hmm. them well, I have that. Like, that's our fault. When we did our top fifty last week, I had him now below. I had him at. Uh, 19th overall. Okay. So I basically had him just underneath my Antonio Brown and just just above Dalvin Cook and Joe Mixon. 
I mean, going from the so I, but I have David been, Johnson's, James Connors, yeah, which dropping what, towards Joe Mixon. That's big. And Dalvin Cook. That's big. That's, that's right. Because that's where I had him. Because I had him right around that David Johnson area. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, of course, Chubb moved up, and uh, you know, Tyreek Hill went in there because I knew he wasn't getting. Uh, I mean, Chubb, Chubb's um, my consistent. Chubb and Connor, my consistent riser. My second. My I second want Chubb year. over him now. Absolutely. Oh, no, I do too. Yeah. No, 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 not even close. I, I agree. I agree. Because people, close. all the people shouting Kareem Hunt, you could shout back at them, Josh Jackson, Austin Eckler. Yeah. And just be like, well, I think this is a, I think this is a committee now. Yeah. So. I mean, Damian Williams there you and go. Melvin Gordon are my droppers. Yep. Oh yeah, you had, you had Damian Williams high. Yeah. I mean, well, he got, he got bet, he's hurt right now. He's, might have a, Lingering thing, and then Carlos Hyde. I mean, we can talk about it more, but like it's yeah, very similar. That's gonna be that, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a tough backfield to deal it's with. It's so tough to pit him so because people are are pumping him up and rising him. And I understand that there's gonna be good people in Kansas City's backfield, but if he was a rookie last year and did that, or a second year player last year and did that, I would be right there with you. Like, yes, let's pump this dude up, Damian Williams, top of the second round. Do it up. But how many years was he in the league and he was just never that guy? Yeah, it was and in a, few, a few years with the Dolphins. The problem is it's just I think it was a situation he was in with the Dolphins. That's the reason why. All right, so back to the ballage. You're down on ballage. <laughs> yeah, because I don't know. he's with I'm Dolphins. A, I'd be, I, <laughs> look, Damian Williams is not going to be my RB1. I'm no, not going to no, pick no, no. a running back in the first round and have Damian Williams my RB1. No, there's no way. Like it's just not going to happen. No, I, I mean I got Damian Williams right now. I mean by by right now I mean when he's at the top fifty, I had him number twenty seven overall. Probably I'll even drop him. I would definitely have. I'd rather have Aaron Jones and Devonta Freeman over him. Oh, fuck. So, like it's. I rather have him over Freeman. I think. I I I think that Freeman is one of those. Wait, guys. Wait, Damian Williams over Freeman? I would rather have Freeman. Yes. I would rather have Freeman That's and Jones a, over Williams. See, this is like the classic. Like it's tough. It's, this is like the classic. Oh, like all around back and great offense, but also might get sniped at some points. Or the bell cow behind a pretty good offensive line in the Falcons. Yeah, I. Don't. I mean, are you worried about the Falcons' offensive line? Anything? Like, they're much better than they have been in previous years. And they've already said they want to run more than they did last year. Same thing with, um, what's the other team that wants to run a lot more? The Steelers need to run more. Um, they've, they've said that there's... Seahawks? As I always say, if it came down to it, I, I would, I really hope Devonta Freeman, Julio Jones, and Matt Ryan all do complete shit and crap the bed. Like, every fucking game. I really would rather have that happen, but I don't see that happening. And if I, if from what I know, from what I see with the Falcons, I think Devonta Freeman is going to have a very big bounce back here, and it's going to surprise a lot of people, and might possibly end up as an RB one. So I think he has a better chance of ending up as an RB one than maybe Damian Williams does. So that's why I'm moving him up. You know, in front of him, just mainly because there's no one there who's going to contest him. I don't, I don't think Edo Smith is that guy who's going to contest Devonta Freeman. The only way Freeman loses his job is if he gets hurt. That's the only way. So, I, I really like Devonta Freeman this year. Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm fucking crazy. Probably. I don't think you're crazy. Look, it's it's the injury thing, and it's 
I think all of us maybe put too much stock in the young running back because he's he's not old, but is he past the twenty six threshold? Devonta? Yeah, he's close to that. Let me see. I don't know. I mean, I don't know names of him. I don't know. So what I think he's been him. in the league what like six years now, which ring, which he's twenty seven. He's twenty seven. Twenty seven. So that's so it's kind of that time for a non. Um, for a running back that's not a top star, which he isn't. He's not one of those, um, gener- like one of those top five in our, in the last decade running backs. He's not backs. Adrian Peterson. No, but you don't even have to be Adrian Peterson. I'm just saying like every five years, think of the top five running backs. He's not on that list. No. Okay. So like in the last five, six years, top five running backs, he's not one of them. But if you um, want, if you want to give me Devonta Freeman, right? So in the one, two, three, four, I won't even count 2018 because he had 14 touches. But give me the four years that he played, only 767 rushes out of those years. Like, so he doesn't have the, like, I think Ezekiel Elliott has almost as many rushes as Freeman does in, like, Ezekiel two Elliott years. has the most touches, uh, since like he was drafted than anyone. So what I'm trying to say is like, and he, he's missed like, so maybe Freeman is 27, but he doesn't have the, like the mileage. That maybe other running backs have on them. I mean, based yeah, on but he's got he's got like injury mileage. He's still like he's still got some mileage. He doesn't have really. He was hurt last year after like sort of a freak injury. Like it wasn't like an injury that's like lingering from college. It was like a fucking <laughs> freak injury. Like I don't think that's gonna sit with him. And the mileage he has is not that much. So I honestly think Freeman is, is a is an undervalued player this year. All right, that's fair. I mean, like a lot of people are. High on the, uh, the Falcons offense just cause like, they, I mean, I don't know how, how you measure offensive lines preseason. Yeah. But they're saying like, oh, they have all first round picks. Their offensive line's gonna be a lot better Look, than last year. I mean, the, like, uh, how much can change one year? If Devonta Freeman, if I could draft a, a running back and then a wide receiver and then have Devonta Freeman as my second running back, I will be fucking ecstatic. Cause he could totally be a number one. Look, I, back. yeah, look, I, I'm not, as you could tell, no one's like, uh, no one's, uh, neither of us are arguing against you on your Devonta Freedom, t- Freedom, Freeman takes all season, uh, all preseason podcasts. <laughs> I think you could absolutely be right. I'm nervous about him because I've just, tr- I've seen so many people trust him so early and rightfully so. Um, that is an explosive offense and the defense is going to get better because it's not, like a medical ward this year, like it was last year. Um, so it's just, it's going to be a good team. The Falcons are going to be a good team. And usually you want a running back on a good team, um, because you control possession, you score the ball more, all this good stuff. So that's like, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm behind you. I just, I'm just worried that it's been two full years since we've seen it with him. Like, one I year I could get over, two years yeah. gets tough. But the, the year before that, so last year, take it away from me, is because he was hurt. Year before, Tevin Coleman was in the mix. Tevin Coleman's gone. Now, right, but now Edo Smith. Now fuck Edo Smith. Edo Smith is not Tevin Coleman. I Edo, mean, no, I do not, I do not worry about Edo Smith. Right. He is not Tevin Coleman. He doesn't, he doesn't wake you up at night? No, he does not. Right. So, Devonta Freeman, yeah, and you know, you would think that maybe because I drafted him in the first round in one of my leagues last year, that I'd be pissed off because he got hurt and he 
hurt one of my teams. But no, I still think Devonta Freeman, without Tevin Coleman being healthy, can definitely be a, an, a RB one. Right, I see. Fair it. Enough. I see it. All right. Um, all right. Let's go into some uh, Crowder backfields now that we're we just had a robust running back discussion. Um, there's like four or five teams that have pretty Crowder backfields. Like three guys that could all start or all could just like crash out and just be terrible. screw you. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, the first one that I thought of was is just the Bills because they have the they have the most. They have like eight guys. <laughs> the most. We have LaShawn McCoy, Frank Gore, TJ Yeldon, and then two rookies that may not even make the team or may make the team and then just like explode. Chris, Christian Wade and Devin Singletary. And let's not forget about that quarterback. Josh Allen, which probably will have the most rushing yards. So. Yeah, it's Josh Allen. If you're drafting somebody on the Bills, it's Josh Allen, then probably Reuben Foster, right? And then, then maybe Singletary at the end, near the end of a draft. I'll say, uh-huh. it's can either... you still draft McCoy? <sighs> not really. I mean, I wouldn't be excited about like if he falls to you in like the seventh round. But even then, if it's like sixth or seventh, I'd still rather like. At some ADPs that we looked up, there's other guys that, yeah, there's other guys that we saw at ADPs that I'd much rather have. Is the hope that maybe McCoy gets traded? I don't know. know Even if he does, like, he's just been on a downhill journey. He's getting old, so many rushes. No, I don't think, I don't think he's gonna have, I don't think he's worth drafting. I'm just, I'll just say, no round. I don't think it matters. It just, he's just not worth drafting this year, in my opinion. Um, I, don't think he has another year left in him. Okay, so you guys are stay clear of the Bills, or maybe just take a bullet point at a Devin Singletary in like 15th, 16th rounds. Yeah, him and Foster. Um, I'm fine with late rounds, him and Foster. And I'm totally fine with drafting Josh Allen as your backup QB. Uh, that is no problem. QB won in standard at the end, uh, from 12 to 17 last year. QB 2 in PPR, I mean in non-standard, like uh, six, you know what I'm talking about. Six for passing or whatever. QB2 yeah. from 12 to 17. So, perfectly fine with drafting Josh Allen. He's, he's a rush, he's white Cam Newton. So, like, go after it. Yeah, man. McCoy, uh, yeah, anyone who's holding on to McCoy, I mean, good luck. I uh, say, I drafted him, I think last year around six. As my RB two because it's a two QB league in that league. Oh, that's, that's what so that's I, I did. Salad, I man. did Kamara. I forget who my top wide receiver was because he was still getting drafted in like regular leagues as like third, fourth round, wasn't he? Like, what McCoy? Yeah. Oh, well, like all the QBs going top. Seven. No, but I mean like non. Last year, no, leagues. he was more like a seven guy. I don't think in in standard Six. leagues that two years ago he was in like the second and third round. Yeah. I, either way. But like, yeah. McCoy but McCoy is, is just like, it's basically three yards every time and it's just boring as shit. I'm, I'm more hopeful for upside running backs who are younger who, yeah. So yeah. So yeah. I'm so staying go- away from, alright, so I will probably on my fantasy teams not have any players skill position cause I'm saving Josh Allen from this. I love you, Josh Allen. I bash you so much. I still think you're a terrible <laughs> NFL quarterback. You're awful. Love you in fantasy. Fantasy Josh Allen, my boy. Um, NFL Josh Allen blows. Uh, that's fine. But 
on my team. I am not going to have a Buffalo Bill. I'm not going to have a Miami <laughs> Dolphin. I probably am not going to have a Washington Redskin. I probably am not going to have a Tennessee Titan. That is uh, – that's the list of teams that I probably won't have anybody from. Wait, so you're not drafting Albert Wilson after that great uh, <laughs> I had a thought and I finished that thought in about 30 seconds. <laughs> the um, – the only thing I, I would disagree with you is the Redskins, um, just because Gisey is, um, he, like, like, I don't know, what's, what Gruden is that? Is that, what Gruden is that? Um, Bob Gruden, um, what Gruden coaches the Redskins? They draft another running back, and then also Trent Williams is out, and then also I think Chris Thompson has a chance to be decent. Yeah. So, well, that was, that's another team on my, on my list. I had, the Redskins, Darius Gisey, Adrian Peterson, Chris Thompson. Oh, and Adrian Peterson, yes. Samaje per- Perino. Don't worry about Samaje. Um, oh, he, Perine he, is out. I forgot about Peterson. Sorry, I was, I was, that was the running back I was talking about, uh, as a rookie. Yeah. Because I still see him as a rookie because he never played a, a professional regular season game. Yeah. I think he has the opportunity to maybe be good. Are you, are you sure? Are you waiting to hit that button? Well, I'll just say his name. Darius. I, I, I don't want to say it wrong. Who are you talking about? Geese. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I saw, I saw Trent him holding on. Comes back. <laughs> well, that's I'm the jump- thing. So this is with a caveat. If Trent Williams comes back, I'm jumping back on the Redskins and I'm fine with owning either Chris Thompson or Darius Geese. Alright, I'm, I'm, I'm out for now. No, um, yeah, I agree. I mean, they're, besides their, I don't know, their, whatever their quarterback situation is going to be, their offensive line situation kind of scares me. It does. So, but I feel like if they, they're going to stick with Gisey or Thompson for most of the season. He just looked, he looked good before he got hurt. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they, they, like all the reports are like all the coaches love him, like he's like, Fully back, so, yeah. But Chris Thompson's still one of my boys. So the other teams you're okay with? Uh, I'm kind of writing off Corey Davis. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no, no. No, 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 no. I, I'm done I feel with like we were, in, we, we were never really on that Corey Davis hype too much. Especially his ADP. Like, I'm not saying he's not going to get drafted. Obviously, Corey Davis is going to get drafted. Uh, I'm not drafting him at his ADP, though. And obviously, Derrick Henry is going to get drafted. But at his ADP, he's not going to be on my team. No, Derek Henry. Derek Henry will definitely not be on any of my teams. Corey Davis, eight nine. Yeah, no, that's round nine. Don't no matter. Nine. At that point, I'm, I'm I'm looking for players that have a quarterback that can throw the ball, not Mariota or Tannehill. Right, Tannehill see. would be better. For would, probably, would, would probably. Would <laughs> probably. Oh, yeah, you're Tannehill's right. like supported like, but. Jarvis Landry and Albert Wilson. Yeah, I'm up. <laughs> Albert, yeah, the great Albert Wilson. Derrick Henry is going late three. That is way too high. That is just yeah. Too high. It's because everyone remembers the last like four or five games of the season. Not even three or two, two and a half games. I understand that. I'm not. You? I'm not on the Derrick Henry bandwagon. Mm. I'm on the Darius Geese bandwagon. Nothing. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So, alright, so Redskins we got, alright, 49ers, we talked about this a little bit before, Tevin Coleman, Jerick McKinnon, Matt Breida, Jerick McKinnon's still hurt. Yeah, I think if anyone you want to own that team is, is Tevin Coleman. 
Yes, but do you, with your last pick in the draft, pick Jarek McKinnon? Seeing as he was a second round pick last year, do you, with the last round of your pick, pick Jarek McKinnon? Can you see Jarek McKinnon still on that draft board with the draft winding down and go, should I just have him? Should I have what? Well, like, you want, he definitely want him more they, than like they're, they're paying him. Other they're still like paying him, but is he going to be healthy enough to play? Towards the if you right. if you can stash him if you a if you definitely if you have a IR spot for sure, <laughs> okay for sure for sure. But if you can stash him if you have a deeper bench league until I don't know week six when Matt Breed is always hurt every week. Tevin Coleman, maybe he's good, maybe he's not. Definitely. I mean, Tevin Coleman right now is his ADP in on fantasyfootballcalculator.com, however they calculate it. Round five pick two, ADP. It's early. That, that's a little early for me, to be honest. That's right. Like above, like that's like above Tevin, Col- uh, Tariq Cohen. I don't, I don't think I'd take him above Tariq Cohen. Mm. Mm. Uh, you're, you're, I mean, Brian's the biggest Tevin Coleman fan here. I am. I love my boy. I'd love to see him succeed. I love, you know, I'm, how old is, I'm how like, old is he? so this is my, this is my problem. I'm gonna go into a draft. 26. I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna be like, oh, it's just a crowded backfield. I don't want any of these guys, man. I don't want Coleman, Brita. Um, I don't want McKinnon. And then we're gonna get to the middle, middle, or not middle, but, Late beginning of the draft, mm-hmm. early middle, whatever <laughs> late, you want to call it, late. the brunch of, let's just call it the brunch of the draft. Nah, I got you, I got you. We're going to get to the brunch of the draft, and I'm going to see Tevin Coleman's name, and I'm going to go, I gotta have my boy, and I'm going to pick Tevin Coleman, and that's what's going to happen to me. I know it. I already know it. <laughs> I mean, as long as you're calling- I'm going to then I'm going to pick McKinnon with my last pick and stick him on my IR. There you go. As long as you're calling a shot right now, I, pre- I- I respect it. Yeah, it's funny how much you guys are, uh, talking about Tevin Coleman, 26. Mm-hmm. You know, that brother is only one year older than him. And he missed I mean, the, no, he but missed, Tevin Coleman has, he also less, missed, has less miles. He also on. missed an entire year because of an injury, so technically he's 26 years old. That's <laughs> a technical foul. Um, that's not how, that's not how age works. That, how I know works. that. That's how it works. I know that. I know that's a thing. Well, he, he's a young 26. I mean, yeah, but also Tevin Coleman has many less rushes, so I don't think he's that's like true. 24. Then is that what we're saying? Uh, rushes? I don't know about touches. So yes, I know, I know about it. I'm just saying touches. I know close. about it. he has many less. <laughs> I think touches are close, but uh anyway. So also, are speaking of the 49ers, do the Boses ever like to start their career? Nope, nope. Uh, healthy. <laughs> is nope. that a hum? Is that a thing that they just like to do in the family? I think that there's something uh, fucky going on with the 49ers, just like all those injuries. I, something funky, man. Not as funky as Washington, but Bose, uh Nick Bose will be fine. Give, give him, he'll 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 come on the field and just be a beast like his brother. So I wouldn't worry about that. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, let's go on to the next card backfield. The Eagles, which I, I think yeah. is probably the one I least know, because I know I want someone. I don't want anybody. Seriously. <laughs> I like the juxtaposition <laughs> of you two. <laughs> I just, I, I Who don't- Who do you want? I think Miles Sanders. I don't want anybody. I think Miles Sanders, even though I feel like people are trying to pump up Jordan Howard. I feel like people are just trying to trick us in Philly. <laughs> Those dirty bastards. Sounds yeah, like, those like dirt Philly. bird bastards. I don't want anyone right now. 
I don't I don't like the way that backfield ran like prior to this year, the way they maneuvered it, the way it was that would you know But it's like all new guys though. No, but I don't care if it was all new guys Miles now. I don't care. Mid six is was But I don't care if it's all new guys now. The guys prior to that, it, it just you never knew what was fucking going on. Well, Garrett and Blunt I, was freaking beast in the in the Eagles. Offense. I don't like any. Was of it. he? That like three years ago, two years ago. I don't. I, I don't like it last year. I don't like it this year. Also, Miles Sanders is rising very quickly. That's fantastic. Let him keep rising because let him get drafted or play. He might. Be, he might be overdrafted. That's probably true. He shot up from like eighth to fifth real quick. Yeah. My riser in the Eagles' offense has been Alshon Jeffrey, and I've never been a Jeffrey boy, but it's. That, I just think that team's gonna be really good, and someone's gotta take that cake. Um, Deshaun Jackson needs to be drafted too. Uh, I see him slipping by a lot. Um, not gonna have a good full season, but you're gonna get some good games out of him. Well, the thing is, I'd rather draft Deshaun Jackson, because I think you're gonna get a good first early game, as I think we talked about prior to this week. Mm -hmm. So like, Mm -hmm. weeks one through four, Deshaun Mm -hmm. Jackson. Skyrocket, fucking sell high, and I think you'll get more out of Deshaun Jackson by doing that. So, like, I think you get more value for drafting Deshaun Jackson if you could work a trade if he works early on. Okay, okay, but... God damn it, Anthony, what did you do? Sorry. Um, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm just saying, like, wide receivers are much deeper than running backs this year and most years. So I'm just saying, these are, like, Eagles are a good team. Like, they're gonna run the ball. You're one of these guys is going to fucking... Or they're just going to fucking split shit and no one's going to do anything. I don't think so. I think it's going to be... I mean, Corey Clement, Josh Adams, one of the small ones. Like, I guess it's between Sanders and Howard. So so there's five guys we're, we're hoping that... Would I was just going to say, do they still have Clement and Smallwood? I don't know. When I looked up on the He's like, I don't know. But, like, are we going to pick between... I don't even care if it's three guys. Are we going to really try and pick between fucking three guys? I mean, I go Sanders, maybe... I mean, six, mid-six is a little rich for my blood, I guess, but if he falls a little bit, Jordan uh, Howard's probably too rich for my blood wherever he gets drafted. A lot of things too rich for your blood, Jim. Look, here's the deal right now. I am not excited about any of this. You have, you, you are correct. Oh, wow. There are a lot of people still on that team. Um, so you do have Josh Adams, you do have Corey Clement, you do have Jordan Howard, you do have Miles Sanders. Right now, currently, you also Darren have... Darren Sproles, too. Wendell Smallwood, you have Darren Sproles. Oh, you shit. have Boston Scott currently. Oh, I forgot about Smallwood. So you have one, two, three, four, five, six guys currently on the team I mean, by like, vying for carries and touches. Also, I mean, three of those guys are going to get cut, so... But... I totally forgot about Darren Sproles. Darren Sproles might be, might be my favorite just late round, just... Just fucking just pick I'm them and not see what touching happens. any of these fucking guys. Are you, they're all are you touching getting... any of these committees? Yeah, geese. Okay. And maybe Thompson. Thompson. I love, you know, I love So you're Thompson. going with a team with the worst, the worst offensive line? Yeah. Nuts. I love Chris Thompson. You always yeah, I know, boy. but uh, I'm, I'm a Coleman guy. I'm going Coleman. I'm going Chris Thompson and geese. Okay. And you go with your 17 fucking, uh, Philadelphia <laughs> <laughs> running back. I was just bringing it where's, up. I didn't where's where's Corey Clement? He's on. The I said Corey Clement. He's there. Anthony yelled at me. He probably didn't hear it. He's oh, there. he's on that roster. No, he's on that roster currently. It's, it's Adams, Clement, Howard, Sanders, Scott, Smallwood, Sproles, and some guy named Danell Pumphrey. 
Pumphrey? <laughs> Pumphrey. P U M P H R E Y. Die Harder Pumphrey. Pumphrey. <laughs> like it. Love it. Um, um, all right. Want some more of it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess my, my last one that I, that I could think of, I guess, is the Chiefs. I mean, Damian Williams got nicked up. Carlos Hyde has been taken over. But they also have this rookie, Darwin Thompson, who could be just like the classic Chiefs. Just comes out of nowhere rookie and just like fucking dominates. I, I think there's two more. I think, I think you have to look, and these are two higher class ones. You have to look at the Steelers and Chargers, right? We already talked about the Charger, the Chargers. Yeah, well, yeah. I'll, I'll say yeah. also maybe the Rams, but. And then, uh, yeah, the Rams. Oh, so we have uh, quite a few. But right, so that's like higher level. Yeah, higher level. Okay, we're looking at lower level. Do we want to touch any of these? Obviously, you want to touch Williams. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think Carl, like, what? I don't know. Maybe Carl, get a little I'm, hide fondle. I mean, I feel like with the Chiefs, I don't think you, you won't be able to, to handcuff these. Cause Carlos Hyde is gonna get snatched up before you. Really? Round nine, early round nine is, so you, is his 80. So gotta, yeah. No way. <laughs> Well, yeah, because De- Damian Williams is getting drafted so high. Like, well, I'd great. say that's because his stock arose a lot because Damian Williams has been hurt. Yeah, it's so like, so as, as Damian winger. Williams has been dropping, Hyde has been rising. So it's sort of like it's been a convergence of. And how old is Hyde now? Twenty-seven. Uh, he is twenty-seven. Yeah, I think every every I, running back's twenty-seven. If you've been in the league for a couple of years and you're, you're kind of just like a guy that nobody's excited about you're, anymore, you're no, he's actually no, he's twenty-eight. Ah, he just turned. He just turned, or he's going to turn. No, he's twenty-eight. That's no good. I'm, Wait, I'm twenty-nine. Let me tell he's you, he's going to be twenty-nine. Maybe I'm not. Maybe not a physical specimen. Did you just guess twenty-seven. What? No, John is born guessing. September twenty eighth, nineteen ninety one. This is nineteen ninety. <sighs> I'm looking at ESPN, bro. I'm ESPN pretty. Sure, I'm pretty ESPN's right, right. I'm looking at fantasyfootballcalculator.com. You're looking at fantasyfootballcalculator.com. If I take a nap that's too on my couch for too long, my back's sore, and and I'm twenty nine, so. Oh, that's always uh, rough, yeah. And I know that I'm probably in peak physical condition like those guys. Yeah, so sure. what does it say? Hyde's going to be 29 on September 20th. Okay. Right? He has never rushed for over a thousand yards in his career. Um, his highest average per carry in a season is 4.6. I mean, 4.6 is pretty good. But besides that, it was 4.1. Then. Four, then four, but then three nine, then three four, then three three last year. Not too many games last year, but still, like, it's not, it's not that great. I mean, listen. It's, it's not. I feel like, I feel like he's a young 27. Even though he's gonna be 29. <laughs> 91. It's 1990. <laughs> not only fancy football calculator over ESPN, please. Um, but seriously, he's gonna be 29. I don't, I, I don't like Carlos Hyde. Ugh, man. But, speaking of sleeping on couches and hurting stuff, I had like a knot in my neck because I slept on my couch and I couldn't like, I like, uh, I could feel a knot and I had to massage it out. Felt so good when I massaged it out though. I don't massage it. Allison has one of those weird, do you see that weird thing Allison has? Oh, like, like the big, self, the self massager thing? Like a big hook, it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I tried doing that, like, I tried using it, I don't think I'd do it right. I like the, um, the rollers. The rollers are so nice. Uh, don't, don't like, a, don't like 
any massage or scratch tools. Need the hands. Need the human hands. I agree. The hands are where it's at. Can't, oh, I when you're like, can't, when your girlfriend has like the perfect nail length and it's just like, oh man. I'll go, perfect, I, I would, like a walrus. I would, <laughs> I would, I would 100% take like a back scratch over a massage every day. I don't know why. Um, I, I take a back scratch off over a half ass massage, of course. Oh, for a professional good. massage? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but just the back scratch just feels so good with, with real, real nails. It just feels great. Oh, I love back scratches. Really, who really doesn't? It's real nails, though, not the fake nails. Cause that feels weird. It's I feel like a nails. lot of women don't like appreciate back scratches. They don't like we do. I don't think. I think well, you're right. all right, maybe you're. Maybe it's the now, hair but... thing. I think it might be the hair thing. I mean, my girlfriend always always appreciates back scratches and arm scratches anytime. Like getting oh, them. okay. Yeah. Really? Yeah, she freaking just bugs wants me. Massages. She uh, never wants the scratches. Yeah, Allison doesn't want scratches. Uh no, no. Well, <laughs> I mean, Laura's both, but she'll appreciate the, the scratches, like just like watching TV. Let's just like go like. Oh really? Oh no. See, Allison doesn't give a fuck about that. Uh. Yeah, D like actively doesn't want scratches. What? How do you not actively want scratches? Like me, I love. I like. I like turn over in bed, and Allison just start scratching my back, like legit, like like Brian just had her like a yeah. goddamn walrus, like fucking, like that's it feels great. It's great. Yeah. Uh, you awesome. guys got some bougie ass girlfriends that don't like scratches. The massages, man. Let me tell you. Yeah, she likes the massage. I mean, but scr- scr- I love scratches. And they're easier. They're not like. Yes. They're like, it's, 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 it's like a passive massage. Yeah. You, don't have to, like, you don't have to focus on doing a scratch. Like, you could just do it, like, mm-hmm. and watch TV. Which, which makes it unfair because sometimes she'll, like, scratch my back for a little bit and then she'll be like oh you owe me a massage and i'm like it's not <laughs> those aren't equal things, things yeah. like i'm i'm the peso and you're the dollar here like it's like <laughs> it's like honestly it's really like five scratches to one massage it's what it should be right? yeah there's gotta be some currency exchange we need to figure out a real exchange rate for this at least five to seven scratches per massage like it's gotta be i agree it's just an easier task. <laughs> way, way easier. But, my uh, hand doesn't go numb scratching, like massaging, like after a while. It's like, oh, I gotta start massaging my... That's like I getting, 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 getting your hand yeah, massage yeah. after it. Yeah. <laughs> I have to massage my, my hand after I massage your back because there's just too much, just too much <laughs> going on. Alright, we, do we have, are we still rolling with, uh, Carlos? How are we still talking about Where the, we, how we even get here? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I think we talked enough about backfields for today. I mean, do we have any more news? Do we have any more injuries? We went from backfields to back scratches. <laughs> there you go. No, uh, that's it. I'm done. Yeah, I mean, look. I'm tired. Carlos Hardy is 29. I'm not a huge fan. He's I 27. Think. He's 29. He's going to be 29 in September. Right. Embrace the bait. He's 27. Alright, fine. Whatever. Wow, I mean. He's 29. They're like the Dominican baseball player over here. Yeah, he played in the Little League World Series. But like the worst cheater. He only cheats one year instead of like five years. <laughs> Look, anyway. That's the way to do God it. God damn it. All right. I was right. Of course I was right. Um, no, this is Wikipedia. I don't trust it. Wikipedia and ESPN, but you trust Fantasy Football Calculator. I mean, they, <laughs> they honestly, they, they seem they seem trustworthy. Does Pro Football Reference or Fans Pro Football, whatever the hell it is, have a... Uh, I don't care. Why, why am I even arguing with you? He's 28, going to be 29 in September. So. Right. He's 28. Yeah, obviously. So, Pro I don't f- like Carlos Pro Hyde. football calculator let me down for the first time. <laughs> I don't, time. 
I don't like Carlos Hyde this year. He's, uh, even with David Williams' stock dropping, I'm not a huge fan of Carlos Hyde. So, uh, would you go with Darwin Thompson as a late-round flyer to back up your Damian Williams? Probably. Okay. Probably. Um, Survival of the fittest, you know. Probably him over... Uh, I don't even know. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'll go, I'll go with him. You say him over I don't even know. Might as well. I was going to say something and then it just it fleeted. The thoughts fleeted. So it was, It's about it was, as good as John your line last week where you're like they're, they're going to run a little more than a, uh, a lot more than a little bit. Or something like <laughs> to be run. honest though if you really think about it doesn't that make a lot of sense? <laughs> they're going to run a lot more than a little bit. It's like it's a yogi. It's a, it's a yogiism. Um, alright, so on that note, we are going back next week, early next week, with, um, our mock, live mock draft, as we do every year, um, and then, yeah, after that, uh, we're pretty much getting into regular season territory, aren't we? Yeah, right? yeah. So, we, we are just about are. there, so... After Anthony takes his, like, 800th vacation to I, Disney. Uh, look, I haven't been there since October, um, so it's not that many vacations, um... So yeah, we'll be back next Wait, week. Wait, you're going to Disney again? With my family, yeah. Why? What's wrong with that? I just feel like you go to Disney a lot. That's what I'm saying. Well, fuck you guys. So how many times have you been to Disney your, in the past? Your horizon, in the past 500 days, how many times have you been to Disney? 500? Are you trying to count 2016? No. I know that's more than 500 days. Okay, then only like three one times? This will only be the second time. Okay, that's a lot. <laughs> um, anyway... I don't need you guys to be messing up my vacation. Um, <laughs> we're not messing up, we're just questioning. Or messing with my vacation. We just uh, think maybe pick another, uh, pick another amusement park. Yeah, another moose bouge. Go to Disneyland. Fuck Disneyland. It's like, what's like the size of my house? So I'd rather go to Disney World. Um, Disneyland. We went to Hawaii superior. last year. Yeah, Disneyland think, blows. I think Hawaii was a nice break from Disney World, right? Uh, <laughs> Don't you mean Hawaii Land in Disney World? Yeah, Hawaii Land in Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> you went to the Moana Moana Land. The Enchanted Tiki Room. Yeah, see, that's a real reference. Um, anyway, we will be back next week. Freaking you... deep cuts of Disney. That's not really yeah, Disney that's World. how you know you've been to Disney too much. <laughs> that's not a deep cut. It's just a, a place to go. And then no, that's gonna... a deep cut if you don't go to Disney oh, World. Shut every, up, all of you. Every twice a year. Just follow us on uh, iTunes, uh, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. Uh, we it's are Google at... Play, you idiot. No, it's Google Podcast, actually, idiot. Um, Google Play, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> uh, it's not because I've been downloading that app onto people's phones at work and subscribing to our podcast as I reset, as I reset up their phones. Do you really? Yeah, because you know what? Fuck them. They wipe their phones and they come to me all the time because they can't remember <laughs> they can't remember their damn passwords. So you know what? When I run and reset up their phone, I download the podcast app and I subscribe to our podcast. I love so. how you went started with. You know what? Fuck them. <laughs> you should also just. Download all previous episodes and leave us reading. Well, I just subscribe. It's fine. Um, maybe I'll start doing that. Who's good? But at least the subscription's good. Um, so yeah. So we're also on Twitter at fantasy underscore lens. That's probably the best place to reach us. Because John is very active. I'm not that active. He's pretty active on Twitter. So if you want to get any of your questions answered, either, uh, at us at fantasy underscore lens or leave us like a direct message, that's cool too. Um, and yeah, that's like I said, that's probably the best way to get in contact with us and uh, rate, subscribe, and like the podcast and follow us all throughout the football season. And we are Fantasy Lens, and we will be back next week. Peace.